Okay, welcome to the Adaptation Station. This is our episode about Harry Potter. Um, I, I didn't have time to put any music together, but I think that we know the soundtrack well enough. Could you guys whistle it with me, do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, so high budget. Bringing you high budget podcasts every, every time, guys. Uh, we have a special guest here today. Sage, would you like to introduce our special guest? Emmy. Who is Emmy to you? My, well, aunt. Yeah, she's aunt. your aunt. Yeah. And she's my... Sister. Sister, right. So this is Aunt Emmy. Aunt Emmy, you want to say hi? Hi, I'm Aunt Emmy, and I'm a longtime Harry Potter fan, as well as a fan of all books in general. So I'm, it's it's a real honor to be on the podcast episode today. Me too. Yeah, and Sage has gotten through three books so far, so he's a big fan as well. Um, Emily is my younger sister, but fun fact, she's been reading Harry Potter longer than me. Because she discovered it before me, and I was a little late to the bandwagon. But Yes, I used to get made fun of when I read it at school, and I took it into the bathroom with me because I just didn't want to stop reading it. And I would read under my desk, and the teacher would be like, what are you doing? Good time. It's just too good. It's just yeah. too good to put down. Listen, that's a, a, a really good endorsement for the book, I think. So good that you won't even want to put it down to go to the bathroom. <laughs> what do you think about that, Sage? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes your best reading can be done on the toilet. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. That's a, some unused time that you could fill with extra reading. That's a good tip from our special guest, Aunt Emmy. Uh, so, Aunt Emmy, I was going um, to take a little trip down memory lane with you. Uh, Sage doesn't know this, um, but when we were young and reading Harry Potter, uh, things were much harder for us because there were years between each book, and we would have to wait sometimes two years or more, I think, for the later ones because J.K. Rowling had to, you know, write hundreds of pages or whatever, and we were just sitting there waiting, wondering what would happen. We couldn't just pick up the next book and keep going in the series. Do you feel bad for us, Sage? Yes, I Thank feel you. super bad. Would that be hard? Yeah. To wait for two years? Yes. Um, Sage and I have been reading the illustrated editions. Uh, there's only three out so far. So we've been kind of mimicking that where we have to wait for them to come out. But it's nowhere near as hard as we had it. Right, Emily? Yeah, I used to have to just read the first few over and over again because I was obsessed with them and I couldn't read any more. I couldn't read the later books. I had to keep rereading. I'm shedding a literal tear at the thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was wondering if uh, Emmy would tell us, do you remember the time we waited for the last book to come out? Was that the last one that we went to the midnight? I think so. Yeah. Well, so there were, we knew that there would be a costume contest, and it, it was at a Barnes & Noble bookstore, a mm-hmm. really big bookstore, so we drove, you know, maybe a couple hours to get to this bookstore. They were having a special party. And yeah. Sage's dad actually helped us make some really awesome Quidditch robes so we could um, enter them into this contest, and we could all be 
Um, actually, we were Gryffindor Quidditch players, but, yeah. you know, Sages we accept... Sages and Slytherin. Yeah, Sages and Slytherin, and that's okay. We're still friends. Yeah. And when she says that that Sage's dad helped us, he actually did all the work. Yeah, he, he's very good with crafts, <laughs> yeah. and we kind of just watched him do all the, the hard work. We supported him. And we nicknamed him Scobby the House Elf, because he did so much work on our costumes. Yeah. Um, so we went to this midnight party, Sage, and we can't even begin to tell you the excitement... Of you go to the Barnes Noble, you attend the party and do activities and sit in your costumes for a couple hours, and they would not give us the books until midnight, right, Emily? Mm-hmm. It was they had them. It was super hush hush. They had to keep the books like practically in a vault in the back of the bookstore because fans would try to get at them early, and then at midnight they would bring out mounds and mounds of books and everybody would buy them, and then we would rush home and stay up all night to read them. And we would bring in snack trays. And me, uh, Emily, and our other sister, Hannah, we would read them in tandem, which is, like, at the same time. And then if something exciting would happen, we would burst out of our doors and all shout, Ah! You know, at each other and, Mm -hmm. and get excited. And then we would close our doors again and keep reading. And eventually, sometimes with the longer books, we would get tired and fall asleep. And then we would wake back up and start reading them again. I remember when we were reading The Half-Blood Prince, I won't give you any spoilers, but that's one of the later books, and we just didn't know who the Half-Blood Prince is, so sometimes we would come out and share theories. We would leave our rooms and say, hmm, I think this is who the Half-Blood Prince is, but I won't tell you who it is because that's, you And know, I think we were all wrong, right? Yeah, I was wrong. None of us got it right. Yeah. But... Can there's... I tell you about one of my favorite costumes at the party? Yeah. Um, somebody was moaning Myrtle... And they put a toilet seat around them. <laughs> a real toilet seat. It was a good costume. I think she won first or second prize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And there was a house elf, and they did not try very hard. They just had, like, you know, like a stocking on their head or something. So but very. It's a thought that counts. I know, but I still say to this day that we should have won. I think our costumes were so nice that they thought we bought them because yeah. they looked. That's how good Amazing. they were. Amazing. If I can unearth a picture of us, you can see how cool we were. And I'll put it on our Instagram or something. Yes, yeah, Sage, okay. we were really cool. Sage, please. Do you believe us? us? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. You He's there nodding. Yes, yes. He's nodding. Uh, so, Sage, you've been through up until third book, right? Yeah. And we got the fourth one coming up. And each time we w- read the book, we watch the movie. How's that been for you? Kind of good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Great. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about that? The movies were really cool. I feel like in the books, when the scary parts happen, they're scarier than in the movies. They're, the movies hmm. aren't, like, scary at all for some reason. But I think they were pretty good. Yeah. That's interesting, because in book, uh, what was it, two, during a very climactic scene at the end, when Harry is in great peril, Sage had to have us put a, put the book down. But then when he watched the movie, he was like, wait, this scene wasn't that scary at all because it's over really quickly. Do you think that books are more immersive? As yeah. In, yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. It, does it suck you in a little more? Yeah. And you, you're really there? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's partly because Sage has such a good imagination. He's able to kind of picture everything. And because the writer's so good at describing it that it's really seems a little scary. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, what um, is there a part that in the book that was most scary to you? The part where um, the 
the sneak. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, this is back. You're talking about book two. Yeah. Oh wait, we don't. Not want to everybody's spoil. read book two. Okay. Like. Yeah. Well, there is a very scary part. <laughs> okay. Emmy, we, won't spoil we don't the... do spoilers Sorry. on this podcast. Okay. Well, to to figure out what the you know what the scary part is, I guess you'll have to read it. But read book two. Sage is motioning, and I know which <laughs> you part can't it see, is. But we all know. We all know that was the scary part. Oh, okay. But listen, like I told Sage, there are how many seven Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. If Harry died in book two. How many books would be after that? Zero. Zero. It would be all over. They so, would all be called Harry Potter is a Ghost. Yeah, Harry Potter's <laughs> Ghost. The memory of Harry Potter and what we did after he died. Yeah, exactly. So, without giving away any spoilers, if it's if there's a scary part, you can kind of troop through it because uh, Harry's going to make it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That We can give that away. At least till book seven. At least until book seven. <laughs> and then all bets are off. No, not everybody's read it. I know. Maybe everybody needs to go read it really fast, and then we can tell them all the spoilers. Yes, we have to. We we have to force them. (laughs) Are we gonna mind mind brainwash them? Sage, do you know what the power of suggestion is? I feel like. Do you know what hypnotism is? Yes. Yes. Maybe we could hypnotize people to want to read Harry Potter. Yeah. Just like whisper, read Harry Potter. Read Harry Potter. Read Harry Harry Potter. Potter. Read Harry Potter. (laughs) I feel like they're going to like wake up tomorrow and just have this overwhelming urge to read Harry Potter. And not and be like, I wonder why. It's because we, you know, had a subliminal message in the podcast. Read Harry Potter. So, it sounds like we have some serious Harry Potter fans in here right now. But you know who's not with us right now? T. Yeah, our sister. Our sister Hannah. She's the youngest. Uh, Sage calls her Aunt T, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The sad thing about T... So, she loved Harry Potter, too, and she kept waiting for her Harry Potter letter to come in the mail, or by Owl Post, I guess, and it never came. Oh, Yeah. Poor T. Yep. Sage, do you have any ideas about what we could do? We could give her a letter. <gasps> oh, oh. Like a fake well, letter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can't train an owl... To deliver the letter to her, so we could just call her up. Yeah, maybe wizards and witches could use phones now. Yeah, they've gotten with the times. Which I always thought, like, why not? Why don't they use phones? It would be easier. Um, But we can't actually send her to Hogwarts, because that would fall apart really fast. Because she would be waiting on platform nine and three quarters, and she wouldn't be able to find it. And What could we do instead of sending her to Hogwarts? Hmm... Do you have we any should, ideas? We should. We could get Hagrid to do it. We could do that. Do if you we have his contact Hagrid. information? <laughs> what if we? What if we just tell her like that you graduated with an honorary degree because we we wish that we had sent you a letter or maybe the letter got lost in the mail. Ah, there we go. There we go. That's a good idea. So she won't have to feel bad that she's a Muggle. She can think she's a wizard. Sage, do you remember what a muggle is? Yes. What is it? It's the opposite of wizards. 
Right. Somebody who has no magic. Yes. So me and Emmy were muggles, I think. I think I'm going to confront that. Well, There's I still... don't know. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I could do magic. Like, I don't know, like, if, you know, if I need to pick up my room, like, sometimes I feel like maybe I could, I don't know, magic the things into their proper place. I think, uh, I'm still hoping to have that Or if skill. you get angry enough. Do you feel like you could blow somebody up into a balloon? Yeah, like, the other day I was kind of annoyed at Sage, and then I was like, what if Sage, um, blew up like a balloon and floated off into the sky with his cat like Aunt hanging Marge. off of his leg? Like Aunt Marge, yeah. yeah. Would you like to blow us up sometimes, Sage? Why were you annoyed with me? <laughs> She's no, just I'm making just that kidding. up. Just making that up. I would up. never be annoyed with you, Sage. Never. All right, well, let's give T a call and see if she buys it, Okay. Okay. Hello, is this uh, Hannah? Yes, hello. Hi, this is Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Is now a good time? Is Harper in bed? Wait, how did you know I had a baby named Harper? We know everything. (laughs) And we even knew that Harry lived in the cupboard under the stairs. Uh, I guess that's true. Wait, Sage, is that you? No, this is a house elf named Smage. Anyway, we just wanted to call you up and apologize about your letter never arriving. We feel really bad about it. Your letter just got lost in the mail. Lost in the mail? But when Uncle Vernon tore up Harry's letters, hundreds more arrived. Man, she really knows her stuff, doesn't she? Look, we were busy, okay? Uh, We were battling Voldemort for several years. Uh yeah, that's true, I suppose. And it turns out that owl post can be a little unreliable, and that's why we're using cell phones now. That's not that magical, but whatever. Okay, do you want to hear the rest or not? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, good. Um, <clears throat> since you missed out on actually going to Hogwarts, we would like to award you with an honorary degree. Really? Wow. I don't really know what to say. Isn't that kind of dangerous for me to do magic if I wasn't really trained properly? Oh, nah. You just keep practicing. I'm sure you'll be fine. We'll send your diploma by Muggle Mail. <gasps> okay. Guardian Leviosa. Guardian Leviosa? Leviosa. Wow. That seemed to go pretty well, guys, huh? Yeah, I really think we convinced her. And it's kind of sad that she's practicing magic, but... At least she's happy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now she feels like she really got her letter. Yeah, probably. Thank you so much to our special guest, Aunt Emmy, and our unwitting special guest, Aunt T. It was great having you guys on the podcast, and we had a lot of fun. Uh, Hopefully people run out and read Harry Potter, um, since we had our subliminal messaging. If you do read Harry Potter or watch the movie, we'd love to hear from you about that. Uh, Anything you want to tell us about that? Uh, We actually heard back from some listeners who wanted to set us straight about something. Uh, in a previ- in our Narnia episode, we had a little uncertainty about what a wardrobe was, and 
Oscar, our special guest from that episode, let us know that a wardrobe is a British closet and that not many people have walk-in closets in England. So almost everybody has a wardrobe, which is a standing sort of cupboard closet, and that that's very common. So thank you for sending us straight on that, our resident Narnia expert, Oscar. And um, uh, our next episode is going to be another double feature about picture books. So if you're looking for a short book to read and then watch the movie, we're going to be talking about Jumanji and where the wild things are. That's our plan at least. So uh, we look forward to reading and watching those movies and then we'll get back to you guys and let you know what we thought about that in our next episode. Uh, Until then.